Hey everybody, it's Sabrina, and you're listening to episode four of the Let's Chat Over Coffee podcast. And today I want to talk about journaling and the importance of having a journal as a creative, regardless if you're a writer, a painter, a sculptor, into photography, a songwriter, whatever your method of creativity is, I really want to talk about why journaling is so important and how it would benefit you in that. If you're new to the show, Let's Chat Over Coffee is inspired by those conversations that happen over a cup of coffee or tea or hot chocolate. These are the conversations that you have with friends and family and just the conversations that give you little nuggets of wisdom and just feel really important and cozy. Think of this a little bit like chicken soup for the soul, but in podcast form and with me talking. On this podcast, I talk about all things creativity. I talk about how being a mother relates to creativity, how mental health relates to creativity, how wellness relates to creativity, and just give some general advice and discussion about creativity as a whole. I try to get this podcast out weekly and I will sometimes have interviewees that I talk to on this podcast, but it's also just mainly me. I hope to inspire you, to motivate you, to provide advice to you, and most of all, to commiserate with you of where we are at as creative human beings in this world. A lot of the stuff I talk about is related to motherhood because I do have two young children, but anything that I say really can be relatable to anyone as a creative. Let's Chat Over Coffee is written, recorded, and produced by me as a one-woman show. If you like this show, please share it with your friends and family. Right now, you can find it on Anchor, Google Podcast, Spotify, and I am working on getting it out to other major platforms. If you would like to help me buy a cup of coffee, you can donate to my Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash let's chat over coffee. And otherwise, just drop me a message and give me a review. For as long as I can remember, I have been a pretty avid journaler, if that's even a word. But growing up as a kid, I always had a journal in my backpack or in my purse or in my pocket um, or on napkins. I just, I liked to journal. Back then it was called writing in a diary. And I guess I wrote in a diary. I had stories and poems and observations. It's just what I did as a kid. And probably well into my high school years and even a little bit into college. But after my creative writing dreams were smushed in college, I quit journaling. I didn't journal or write really for a very long time. But I I constantly bought journals, but I never used them. And it would take many, many years before I would come back to this art of journals and this freedom that journaling provided me. So a couple of years ago, I decided that I was really going to take my writing serious again, and I was going to start relearning my craft. When I was in college, I was told that I can't be a writer, which I believed. And as an adult, I realized that was complete bullshit (laughs) because 
Someone couldn't tell me that I couldn't be a writer when I already was a writer. And it wasn't an easy thing to overcome and deal with, but I have. And so for the last few years, I've really started coming to peace with being a writer again and being a creative. And last summer, in the height of a pandemic, when I'm in a world of pure survival, I picked up a copy of The Artist's Way. I had been reading and listening to podcasts and reading blogs from other writers, and they were frequently talking about this thing called the morning pages. I was like, what in the hell is this morning pages? I can barely roll out of bed and put on a pair of pants. You want me to write in some journal pages in the morning? You're crazy. And I did some digging and I found out that this all came from a book called The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. So I picked up a copy of the book and I went all out. I bought the book, I bought the workbook, I bought the journal book, and I got all ready. And she says, you need to write three pages a morning in your journal. And I'm like, all right. I can do this. The pages were eight and a half by 11 pages, like printer pages. Lord have mercy. I got to write three pages of these every morning. I'm going to have to wake up at 4 a.m. to do it. So I woke up at 4 a.m. Not really. I woke up at five. I sit down. I'm tired and I can't write in this journal. Y'all, I tried writing and my hand hurt (laughs) because Julia Cameron, the lovely, lovely woman that she is, tells you in this book that you've got to freehand, like longhand your journals. I thought this woman was crazy. So I packed up her journal and I put it back on the bookshelf and I quit journaling. And a friend of mine who happens to own a journal business reaches out to me and she tells me about some lined journals. She primarily sells bullet journals, but she told me about some lined journals that were on her website. So I go and order these lined journals and they're much smaller. This is a journal that can fit in my handbag. I'm like, all right, I can write three pages in this journal. Maybe Miss Cameron, you got something going. So I open my journal and I sit down and I write three pages and it didn't take long. It took about 20 minutes. I was like, I like this. I like the feel of this 20 minutes in the morning to write. And I didn't have to get up super early and I didn't feel fractured by it. But there was something with these morning pages that I could write and I would. And then my daughter started kindergarten. (laughs) I laugh y'all. It's in April when I'm recording this podcast, April of 2021. We've been in kindergarten for the full year. We have like four more weeks left at the time of the recording. Virtual kindergarten is bonkers, like bonkers. My daughter is doing wonderful and it's really great, but it is hard. And she also has to be up early, which means I had to get up earlier. I had spent all summer being able to sleep in because there was no daycare run. And then my daughter has to log on for school at 7.45 a.m., which means I've got to get her booty out of bed before then. And I didn't have 20 minutes to write in this journal anymore. And I struggled. I struggled getting these morning pages done. And it was really inconsistent. And at the times that it was inconsistent, my writing was terrible. I was extremely blocked creatively. I was so intimidated by this blank page when it was time to sit down and write that I couldn't form any words. I couldn't come up with any ideas. So I decided to go back to the journals. And I'm doing these journals and I'm writing on it. And there is nothing profound in my journals. Most of the time I sit down And I write my to-do list for the day, or I complain about the dog poop in my yard, or I will talk about how much I need to lose weight, or I will talk about how I hate the pandemic, or 
I will talk about how I don't feel like I'm using my journals appropriately. You notice I say talk about. I actually do write these journals in long form in the journal that I've purchased from my friend's company, but I talk. I feel like I'm talking to this journal. I feel like sometimes this journal is my therapist. So I started journaling and the more consistent I was with this journaling, the better I felt like I was writing. And then my three-year-old, two and a half, I guess at the time, decides that she wants to quit sleeping late. And she wants to get up at like six in the morning. Six in the morning is when I get up to do my morning pages. No more morning pages. And when I did have that time, because I would get up just a smidge earlier than her, I did have that time. That time was so precious to me. I didn't want to waste it writing in this journal. What was that doing for me? So I quit journaling again. (laughs) I laugh because most of 2020 was this up and down roller coaster of me rediscovering journaling and fighting against how important it was as a writer and how important it was as a creative to use this method. So I tell you all of this and let you know, as of the time of this recording, I have successfully been able to spend more mornings than not in my journal. And in that time, I've completed a first draft of a novel. I've completed two personal essays for a memoir class. I have opened a small Etsy shop with hand-stamped jewelry that I work on. And I have found myself feeling like a writer and feeling like I could comfortably tell others that I am a writer. And I've also found that when I'm struggling with something in my story or I'm struggling with something creatively and I'm blocked, that sitting down and working through that in those journals unblocks that. And the best thing about it, the coolest thing about it as a writer is I get all of that out in my head. So when I'm ready to start writing, that blank page doesn't seem so intimidating because I know I have something to say. I just said it for 20 minutes in a journal. So what I do is, as wonderful as the Artist's Way book is, which I will touch more on it in subsequent podcasts, I don't follow the three-page rule. I, unfortunately, am a rule follower to a fault, so this was hard for me to do, but I've learned that I need to make my own rules. So I set a timer for 20 minutes, and I find a podcast... I find a podcast that is related to personal development. I have a couple of different ones that I like to listen to, or I put on an audiobook or a TED Talk, and I write. And a lot of times the stuff I'm listening to comes out in my writing, but it makes me think without having a journal prompt. So I sit and I just write. And sometimes I write about how I don't want to be writing. And sometimes I write about that I hate these 20 minutes, but I take the 20 minutes and I do it. And not only has it helped me creatively, it has also been really helpful for my mood tracking and for my mental health, which we all know that journaling is important to mental health. It's one of the first things that a therapist will offer to you when you start seeing them. And it's advice that you'll hear from a lot of mental health professionals. So that's definitely been helping. It's really just making my ability to be a creative better because I can talk through some of my concerns that I have with mothering and I can talk through my fears and worries 
that I have of this pandemic and I can talk through my anxieties and my struggles and I can put things in that journal that I wouldn't say or put anywhere else and then it's all out of me. So when I'm ready to sit in that space, that space of my own that we talked about last week, when I'm ready to sit in that space, I don't feel so tight and wound up and I can just sink into the creative process. So as a writer, it's rather obvious how a journal would help me because it gets all of those thoughts out of my head and gets them on paper and allows me to sink into my writing. But journaling for any artist works just the same way. There's different types of journaling. I'm sure someone who's listening this to this may be a painter and they may have a different you know, type of journaling. But I will say that regardless of your medium of art or your own personal creative process, taking that 20 or 30 minutes every morning to sit down in long form and write in a journal and just get it all out will help you. You will paint better. You will, the ideas will flow better. You'll just, you'll feel better. And if you don't, I'm sorry, I've given you bad advice, but I really truly think that just giving yourself somewhere to unleash all of the bullshit (laughs) is going to make it so much easier to let those creative thoughts through because that bullshit, those worries, those negativities, that's what blocks us as a creative and getting those out through a journal is what unblocks us as a creative. And there's several different types of journals. For me personally, I have a lined journal that I longhand actually write narrative in. I have a painter friend who journals through painting and art. So she doesn't actually verbally write her words in a journal, but she spends the same amount of time sitting down and kind of doodling and sketching out in her journal what she wants. And that gives her the space that when she goes to her canvas, she can create there. There is bullet journaling, which has become super popular as a method of tracking everything under the sun. I am terrible at bullet journals because I don't have an artistic bone, like drawing bone in my body. Um, But that's a really cool form of journaling because it can be used for tracking your moods or food or, you know, book lists or checklists, like whatever you want. Bullet journaling is super popular. You can go to Pinterest or Google and type in bullet journaling and you'll be like inundated with pages of it. Um, My friend who owns a journaling company, she specializes in bullet journals or dot grid journals. So that's her that's her uh, big thing. So there's those journals, there's the long form journals, there's artistic sketchbooks, which are a form of journaling. And most people will say that you have to journal, you know, long form, but if you're not able to do that, you can use a digital. I actually prefer long form journaling because there's just something about that hand flowing across the pen or flowing across the paper that really works for me. 
Not to mention my husband makes pens. So I have all these really cool, like specialized, unique pens that I use in my journals. So there's all different types of journals and ways to use journaling to your benefit. Most of all, I would just suggest to find what works for you. It doesn't have to be a fancy journal. It doesn't have to be an expensive journal. It can just be a couple of pieces of printer paper or one of those composite, I think it's composite, journals that are like at the 99 cent store. Me personally, I love beautiful journals. So I am fortunate enough to be able to purchase mine from my friend's company and use those. But really, it can be whatever you want. It can be any size you want. It can be what works for you. What's most important is that you're using that journal and you are letting it help you get unblocked as a creative. All right. Well, that is going to wrap up today's episode talking about journaling and how it relates to creativity. I would really love to know what you think about journals. Do you keep a journal? If you do, what type? How do you feel about journaling? Um, Who are your favorite journal, I guess, journalers, people who own journal businesses? Um, Just what do you think about the process overall? You can leave a comment on the blog or you can find me on social media. I'm on Instagram at Sabrina Nelson Writer, where I post pictures of myself, my coffee, my kids and my animals and my husband. Or you can find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash let's chat over coffee. And of course, on the website, www.letschatovercoffee. I hope to hear from you soon, and it was really great chatting with you. Thanks. Bye.